guys, welcome to the More Than Mom podcast. I'm your host, MJ Cash, and your new mom BFF. And guess what? You get me without any awkward playground small talk. On this podcast, we'll be covering everything we possibly can to help you thrive in all of your roles, not just as mother, but as wife, woman, and individual with your own passions and dreams. I hope that you'll choose to continue along this journey with us as we all begin to figure out how to become more than mom. What's up, everyone? I hope everyone's having a good week at their homes. This is week who knows what in quarantine. I think we're right around week six. I'm not really sure, Uh, but it's been going great over here. I will tell you, this is a true quarantine podcast episode where the kids are going to be in the background, the husband's going to be in the background, the dog's going to be in the background, iPads are going, TV screens are going, probably a few fights will break out. knows it's gonna be a pretty short episode this week but I had a a, uh, Facebook not Facebook I had an Instagram live this previous week on Monday morning that went super well I was really excited about it I had some great people on having conversations with me and I went over some of what I felt has made this a successful healthy happy quarantine for our family uh, I, about once a week, I ask how people are doing on Instagram mentally and emotionally with the quarantine. And usually I get between 30 and 50% of people saying that they're having a hard time still, uh, that they're having a pretty heavy day. And that makes me know that there's still a lot of people out there who haven't found their rhythm yet in this. And that's, first of all, I want to say that that's okay. This is uncharted territory for everyone, but... We, about two weeks in, implemented some things that I feel like have really helped to create a space and a, and a um, schedule for us. And, a, and a, um, it has set us up to be successful in this quarantine. And by successful, I don't mean that we're completely slaying it. I don't mean that we're like taking advantage of all this time to set us up for the rest of our lives as being, you know, all of our dreams coming true. But... Generally speaking, um, we are very happy. We feel good. We feel healthy. Both, you know, Bobby's schedule more or less hasn't changed in this quarantine because he's still working. But for me and the kids, I will say, I feel like we really haven't had a bad day since those first two weeks, which, you know, so we're like a month going on a month without really having a low day. So I feel like that's pretty successful considering the circumstances. The kids seem to wake up happy every day. They generally um, have been happy and uh, very playful all day, every day. I have felt really good for the most part over these last four weeks. And so today I just wanted to have a short episode just kind of going over some of the things that we, you hear that? Some of the things that we have done to um, be intentional about this time and to do our do everything that we can to make it a healthy, happy experience for our family. So if you're one of those people that you're like, I just can't find my rhythm, maybe this will help you today. So let's just talk about those first two weeks. The first two weeks were really hard. Um, you know, some days were fine and then the other days were super heavy. I never knew how I was going to wake up feeling. Uh, I think just the weight of the world kind of felt on everyone's shoulders and just like the gravity of everything that was happening. And um, 
I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that one day we had our normal schedule and the next day everything was stripped away from us. And it was just, it was a very, uh, a polar contrast of what our lives looked like one day to the next. And that's bound to cause some mental and emotional turmoil. And so I think that was a big part of it. I think the other thing is those first two weeks, we didn't really know how long this was going to last. We didn't, we didn't really have a time frame. And it kind of felt like those in those two weeks, our task was to wait it out, right? We were going to put everything on hold. We were going to just kind of taken the time that we had with our family, I guess, and wait out this epidemic. As we have now seen, this is lasting longer than maybe many people anticipated when this, when we first went into, um, for lack of a better word, house arrest uh, uh, in our homes. We thought, okay, we can wait this out. It'll be a couple weeks and then we'll start to get back to, to what we're th- what we were doing before and now it's like well we're six weeks into this and we're gonna be in it probably for quite a bit longer so with that being said if we're still in that waited out mode it is going to mess with us physically mentally and emotionally and spiritually because this is too long to just put your whole life on hold right this is too long to just be in this like couch potato and binge Netflix mode. Now, that's still great at times through this, but to have that be your your daily um, schedule, probably not as healthy through this time. It's going to start to take a toll on you. Same with the kids. Like, I know that our kids have definitely gotten an increased screen time during this, but to just put them on a screen all day, every day, isn't going to work for this wait out period. This is a longer period now. Um, so we've, we've kind of had have to shift our mindset from we're going to wait it out to how can our family best thrive in these current circumstances? So I just want to, so let's move into some of the things that we have implemented to make this more of a happy quarantine for us and to stay um, pretty sound mentally and emotionally. And I th- the biggest thing is that we've left that mentality of waiting it out behind. We are no longer waiting this out. We are established. It's established now. This is going to be, this is going to be a longer term thing. And so we've shifted our mindset, right? How can we best live in the current environment? Environment. I'm not saying you need to change the whole world during this time. We're not planning on doing that. I'm not saying that you need to make these grand, uh, audacious moves during this time, but I think it's healthy to find ways to continue to move towards your family and your personal goals in this time, because if you're not, it's going to, you're going to feel it on a subconscious level. You're going to feel it that you're just still in this limbo. So. First of all, let's think about some of those things, some of those family and personal goals that you had prior to any of this happening. For me, for example, I was, I was focused on my personal health, my physical and mental health. Um, that's something I kind of put to on the back burner last year. I kind of pushed it over to the side so I could focus on business. So I could focus on moving into this house, um, raising kids in two very hard stages, uh, three and one, (laughs) 
So I had kind of decided I'm just not going to focus on my physical and mental health right now. And we're just going to grit through this. And now this year, I feel like I'm in a much better space to be able to add that back in. So before we got pushed into quarantine, that was a focus of mine. That was a goal of mine. Let's get healthy again. And so in that, I was starting to work out again. I mean, this is like right before quarantine hit. I was starting to work out again. I was starting to focus on me a little bit uh, mentally and emotionally. And then quarantine hit and, you know, it became a big tagline, the the quarantine 15. And all of a sudden people were like, we're not going to work out and it's going to be lazy and it's going to be great. Again, perfectly fine for like a two week period if you're waiting this out. We're not in that anymore. Now we're on six weeks. You can't just forget about your physical, mental, and emotional health for six, health for six weeks. That's not going to work out well for you, right? So I've had to shift my mindset into saying, okay, what was one of my goals? Physical, mental, emotional health. Great. So what does that mean for me? It means that every single day we're doing something active. Okay. So for me, I like to do spin. That's easy for me. I have a spin bike and so I can hop on that. I can do some spin and I can set aside some time, whether it's during nap time or after the kids go to bed or very occasionally while they're both awake and playing to make sure that that's still happening because I know it's good for me and it helps me mentally, emotionally, physically. It helps me feel good. So that was one of my goals. Another goal was to um, continue to progress this business. I want to continue to grow more than mom. I want to continue to reach more people to create different platforms. So that is something that I've had to figure out. Now, when our schedule shifted with this quarantine and the kids were no longer in school two days a week that I had to dedicate to this business, I had to say, all right. And I had to talk to my husband and I said, we need to find a different time to do this because... They're not in school Tuesdays and Thursdays and I can dedicate my days to, to the business. So we had to kind of, it was it was a little trial and error of figuring out when in our day it was going to fit in. But now we've established two days a week or two hours a day that my husband is watching over the kids, making sure everything's good to go there. And I'm able to step into the office and work because that is an important goal of mine. Another thing that I was working on prior to all this happening, was having uh, more quality time spent with my kids. Technology-free, phone-free time with my children. And honestly, that should have been really easy when we got put into quarantine, but I feel like I was even more tied to technology once we got put into quarantine. It was like I wanted to be on my phone to interact with friends because I wasn't interacting with them otherwise. I wanted to watch Netflix. I wanted to put my kids in front of a screen. And that was wait out mode, right? Wait out mode was like survival mode. Let's just let's just screen time this out and get through this. But now, again, we've moved past that time. We need to start establishing something more. And so being intentional that we're having time in our day that I am focused on them and I'm all in it with them and they can feel that from me is really important. And then the last thing that I was really focused on before all this quarantine hit was just loving my husband better. Um, he's, he's an active, active service guy. He feels love when things are taken care of around the house. And, uh, that's something that's, that's never come natural to me. I've grown in it tremendously since we first started, uh, living together, but it's still a work in progress. And so still having those goals of making sure the house is kept up, um, for when he gets home at night and it's not a complete disaster and he doesn't get to walk in at the end of his shift to the tornado that has gone through our house all day with the kids and the toys and all the things, the dog, who knows what. That's that's a continued challenge for me. And honestly, it's even harder in quarantine because 
Tuesdays and Thursdays when they were at school used to be my days that I would catch up. They were out of the house. I could get extra chores done. I could make it all clean. And it would stay like that, you know, more or less until the next time. Then I would clean up again and and, and have that catch-up day again. I don't have those catch-up days anymore. And so I have to be even more intentional about that if I want our relationship and, and his mental state to stay healthy. So I think step one is is thinking back to time prior to quarantine, prior to social distancing, and saying what was on my radar then what was I what was important to me then what were my goals then they can be big or small it doesn't matter it can be family professional personal doesn't matter but what were you being intentional about or what were you wanting to be intentional about from there the most important thing that we have done that has helped our days is that we have established a general schedule this doesn't have to be anything super detailed it doesn't have to be anything super grand But to get some sort of consistent flow to your day is so important to how you and your family is going to wake up feeling and approaching each day. There needs to be some sort of predictability there. And I think this is, you know, this time has kind of reminded me a little bit of like when you bring home your first baby and you bring home your first kid and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. This is new territory. I've never done this before. Your husband is also like, I've never done this before. No one knows what they're doing. And yet as the mother, the weight of it kind of falls on you. Like you're the one that kind of needs to figure it out for the family. And and that feels a little bit like this where this is new territory for everybody. But as the mom of the household, it's kind of our responsibility or it feels like our responsibility to keep this ship running, right? (laughs) So one of the things that you can do is just establish a general schedule. So for me, what this took is I actually like typed it out for the first couple days and followed it. Again, general time slots, not super detailed things. But like, for example, when we wake up in the morning, that is we like a easy, slow morning. So that was the best time for our family to have kind of some, some downtime, some screen time, a slow wake up. So the kids wake us up. Cadence gets up super early. She typically wakes me up unless I'm uh, teaching that morning and get up before her. But she wakes me up. I get them breakfast. We turn on the TV. We all just kind of chill into our morning. We have a relaxing start. Okay. So that's what we're doing. And then it's also important in that morning bracket I'm getting the kids dressed. I'm getting their teeth brushed. I'm making sure Cadence has a clean diaper. Like this is our morning. They're fed, they're dressed, their teeth are brushed. We're ready for our day. And there's no set order to this, but by 9.30 a.m., it needs to all be done. That's that's like the, the time limit I've given myself to make this all happen, which is plenty of time to do that and still have a slow morning. Also in that time, I'm getting coffee. I'm taking a shower. It's this nice slow morning but there's certain things that we're going to get done in that morning the kids know what to expect I know what to expect everything's happy everyone's happy everything's predictable the next time slot of our day is from 10 to 10 30 I'm kind of playing with the kids I'm, I'm hanging out with them we're playing it's a phone free time they're getting time with me and then at 10 30 My husband takes over. They're getting time with him until 1230 and I'm stepping into the office and getting business work. That's my two hours a day I get to work on the business. My husband's making them lunch. He's getting them all set up and then I come out and I join them and we eat lunch together and then it's nap time for Cadence. Cadence goes down for a nap. That means quiet time for Beckett. That means 
whatever time I need for mom. That could be workout, that could be nap, that could be one-on-one Beckett time. But we're just chilling for two hours. At three o'clock, generally Cadence is waking up. It's full-on playtime. If it's nice out, we'll go outside. But Daddy's at work at this point. So me and the kids are having a blast on the playground. We're outside. We're taking walks. We're doing chalk art. Um, or we're playing inside. We're having a good time. Again, phone-free time. We'll play for an hour or more like that. An hour, hour and a half. And then around that time, I tell the kids, all right, you guys keep playing. I have to go get stuff done. That time I'm getting some stuff done around the house. I'm doing whatever I need to do. I can be back on my phone at that time if I want to be. And then I'm eventually making dinner. They're eating. And then we go upstairs to play for about another 30 minutes before bed. And at seven o'clock, it's starting to get ready for bedtime. We're getting jammies on. We're getting teeth brushed. We are um, reading our books in bed. We're singing our nighttime songs and we're going to sleep. By eight o'clock, I'm back downstairs and that's mom time. The kids are in bed. I'm cleaning, doing the final cleanup of the night and able to do my workout or my TV time, my reading time, whatever I want to do. So this is the thing, guys. This isn't super strict as to what's happening, but establishing some sort of time constraints on your day, some sort of routine, the kids now know what to expect. And I feel like that allows them to wake up with more security, with more certainty, and to know that there is a certain level of predictability in their day. And I think that's really, really helped them and me to keep our moods on a level playing field rather than feeling like a roller coaster all the time. So the number one thing I'd recommend is to establish a schedule in your house. General schedule. Don't be super tight on it. We're all having fun here. We're all having family time here. It's all good. But just get some sort of rhythm. My kids are now singing in the background, so this is good. All right. The second thing I'm going to (laughs) recommend. Sorry. Oh, quarantine podcasts are so fun. The second thing I'm going to recommend (laughs) is to have non-negotiables. Now, this is something that my husband and I have done for years, and I think it's really important during this time that things are so lackadaisical that we at least have some non-negotiables. And so what this means is you only want to pick, I would say, one to three things, okay? Don't get crazy with this or it's going to be too much. One to three things that you will not negotiate with anyone else or yourself that have to get done every day. So like, for example, one of the non-negotiables my husband has is that he does a Bible study every single day. 95% of the time that happens in the morning, but if it doesn't, it certainly happens before work. So I need to make sure that he gets that 20 minutes or whatever it is that it takes to sit down, to study the Bible, to pray, to do his time. And the kids aren't interrupting that for him. Likewise, one of my non-negotiables is to have this time to grow my business and this office time. And so my husband makes sure that the kids are taken care of for those two hours and that he makes sure that if there's a disagreement or a fight or an injury or anything that he's handling it so I can focus on business. And my recommendation to you, first of all, you have to be um, in communication with your, if you're, if you're married, be in communication with your spouse about this so that you guys are on the same page. And allow both of you guys to have non-negotiables. My second recommendation is to make your non-negotiables around your family or personal goals. 
So it doesn't really make sense to have a non-negotiable that's not tied to one of those goals that you have. So for me, non-negotiable office hours. I want my business to grow. I want to keep moving forward. Non-negotiable workout. Now, some days if I wake up in a funk, that's not going to be a full-on spin class or that's not going to be time spent in our garage gym that we're kind of, we kind of have right now. We're still working on setting it up. That's not what it's going to be. It might be cosmic yoga with the kids on YouTube, right? But at least it's a conscious, intentional thought to say, you know what? It's important to me to stay active right now. Sorry. It's important for me to stay active right now. So even if that's just doing a cosmic yoga with the kids or doing some stretching or standing up at my desk and doing 20 air squats just so I make a conscious choice to move, that counts. Now, most days that's going to end up being a full workout, but not all days. That's one of my non-negotiables. And my third non-negotiable that I've had for this time is that I want technology-free time with the kids. That's really important to me. That's something I feel like I've dropped the ball on as of recently. And I want to get back in the groove of making them know and feel that they are worthy of my time and that they are important and that mom is fulfilled by being with them and only them. And so those are kind of the three things that I have made my non-negotiables around. And then I'm also being as intentional as I can be to keep the house somewhat clean for my husband and, and making sure that he's not coming home to a mess every night. So start to think about some of the things that you can do that you can commit to every day, right? You don't want to make it some grand thing. I'm not saying that every single day I have to do a 30-minute workout. I can't commit to that. There's so many moving parts in my house. The kids are unpredictable to an extent. I can't commit to that. But I can say I can make an, a, a conscious choice to be active every single day and move towards my goal of taking care of myself, right? I can do 20 air squats some days. I can do a yoga workout another day. And I can do a full-on workout, a full-on spin class, a 20, 30-minute um, workout in our gym <laughs> on the other day, on the days that I feel, um, that I don't feel mentally and emotionally exhausted. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Good golly, Miss Molly. I'm staying calm right now. It's going to be a game changer when they're in school again and your guys' podcast episodes are nice and clear and crisp and don't have any background noise. Won't that be cool? Okay. It's going to be great. All right. Next tip. Oh, my God. All right, can I be honest about the human side of me? I'm getting really stressed out about the background noise. I'm getting really on edge <laughs> about my children. <laughs> oh, it's going to be great. You guys can still listen, right? Mm. I, I just want to apologize. The quality of these episodes are extremely important to me. Um, and we are doing everything we can to navigate this, given the current circumstances, and it's not always easy, and it is not always perfect. And so I just want to, <laughs> I just want to apologize to you. I value you guys as listeners. I value the quality of this podcast. Um, 
And I am also a mom of a two and four year old who are currently stuck at our house. So please give me grace. <laughs> and I will do my best to stay calm. We're all human here, right? All right. I'm going to move through these quickly. Next one is a gratitude list. Make them anytime that you feel. I mean, daily if you can. Anytime that you feel. Um... <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. <sighs> okay. I'm going to let you guys see all this too. Because I want you to know that you're not alone. Okay. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <sighs> All right. Gratitude list. Anytime that you are feeling heavy about this whole scenario, make a list of the things that you're grateful for. For us, the number one thing I keep going back to is that I am so grateful for the fact that if we're going to be quarantined into a house, I am so grateful it is this house. People have it so much harder than we do and just keeping that perspective and realizing that we love our home and um to be stuck in a place that you love is not the worst thing in the world is it it always brings me back to just having a level head about this whole thing and for you it might not be your home and i understand that but you can find something in this that you are grateful for and just keep going back to those things the last thing that I, I'm continuing to work on through this time, but I have seen it make a significant difference in my days, is to give yourself a reasonable bedtime. I feel like because there's not necessarily, you're not going, um, you know you don't have this full day ahead of you the next day of this huge schedule that you used to have maybe to, to follow. It's easy to justify staying up late and, and watching shows or whatever it is. And then you wake up the next morning not able to give your full self to your family and to your day. And that's honestly, it's sliding everybody. It's sliding yourself. It's sliding your kids. So um, my best recommendation that I'm still learning how to follow myself is to establish a reasonable bedtime and to stick with it and to be disciplined on it. I know that if I can get to bed by 1030, I will wake up and be better that next day for my children and for the day. My, my mood will be better. I'll show up better as a mom. The house will, I'll stay more on top of the house. I'm more likely to get a good workout in because I'm mentally uh, there and I'm I'm more energized and, and able to take on that day. Um, so those are my recommendations, guys. That is what has truly helped our family to have a very good four, four weeks in this. Um, those first two weeks were challenging for all of us, but there's no need to still be in that space where every day feels like a roller coaster ride. And I know that it will sometimes. I understand that. And give yourself grace. This is so uncharted for everyone. This is just, there's no rule book on this. There's no instruction manual on this. Allow yourself and your emotions the grace that it needs to navigate this, but also my point is that if you can be intentional about having the mindset of figuring out how you guys can best succeed and, and best be happy in this new climate and in this current climate, you are going to feel that in your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual state and you're going to feel better for it. And that's what we want here. We want your kids and you and your marriage 
We want all of that to be as healthy as possible through this. And so I hope that was helpful for you guys. I apologize again um, for just the background noise. We are doing the best we can. I told you when we first entered this qu- this quarantine that figuring out how to get these episodes out with the kids in the house all the time was going to be really interesting. And I hope if nothing else, you are able to see just how much alike we are. I also have kids running and screaming and bickering through my house. It is part of our day. It's part of our daily life. And I'm going to lead by example here and give myself the grace to allow this to happen in the background of a podcast that is very important to me. So um, I love you guys. I'm wishing you guys a wonderful week. We have some very exciting things ahead. I have some top-notch guests coming on the podcast um, in the next little bit. So be very excited for that. I know I am. And um, we'll make sure that the kids are taken care of during those interviews. Uh, I love you guys. And I hope you have a wonderful week. 